Box Officer Podcast with Mel McKay and Derek Zemrak. Hi, happy Friday. How are you doing, Derek? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Another weekend coming up, so it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> definitely. And it's a big weekend if you happen to like a very long, blonde hair Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Mel is describing Thor. (laughs) That this is the only Marvel character that has his fourth standalone film. So there is a market for Chris Hemsworth (laughs) as Thor. Now this one is Thor Love and Thunder. It's rated PG-13. Obviously, Mel owned by Disney. So here we go. I do have to give the best thing about this movie was it it was only 119 minutes. So let's Two hours. Now, if you look at this movie, it's basically a almost a parody of its own self. <laughs> it would be it would almost be a Saturday Night Gets comedy spoof on Thor. Really? Yeah. Like it's a it's, comedy. It's a comedy. One hundred percent. It's a comedy. So <laughs> okay, this is you, gonna be fun. If you didn't like Thor, the whatever it was the last one, Rock and Rod, whatever it was, Ragnon, uh, yeah. If you like like that one, you'll like this one. If you didn't like that one, you're gonna hate this one. Let me tell you, because <laughs> it is it's making fun of themselves. Now, Thor, his love interest somehow, and we won't get into those details, but he, his love interest has become, get the power of Thor, okay? And his ex, who's played by Natalie Portman, which I was going, oh my God, it's going to be horrible. She works it. She does okay. Good. And she becomes the, might, the mighty Thor, okay? But <laughs> she's asking all the stupid questions like, what do I do now? How do I do this? I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a pain. It's a pain. Now, the only thing other than the shortness of this movie was actually Christian Bale, who you know, always gets into character, makes everything work, and he's gore in this movie, and he is fantastic. And I think it's like it pulled you away from the comedy, and it was more of a serious aspect, so maybe that's why I felt like it was even he was even better than maybe he really was, <laughs> but he's always good anyway. So if you're looking for just a fun movie, I thought the CGI, you know me and CGI, it yeah. doesn't work for me. I felt like it was a little over the top. It was silly, but you know, it felt like an '80s rock video. So, <laughs> Mel, you're gonna love this. You got Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off, and you've got '80s rock music playing through the whole entire thing. So, Mel, Sold. I know you've given this four stars or five stars or whatever Probably. you can give. Probably, I'm giving it basically two slates out of five. Aww. So, uh, I just feel I don't know how it's gonna do at the box office, and maybe people will like it. You know, I mean, you got so many. You got Russell Crowe. In it, you got Chris Pratt, you got uh, Sean Gunn, you got Vin Diesel, Bradley wow. Cooper. I mean, it's like saving Private Ryan with another celebrity coming in. As, yeah, as it kind <laughs> you know, of worries me shirts. when they beef up the cameos that much. Yeah, <laughs> that it's like, oh, oh, I'm a little concerned. But I thought um, the Helmsworth children are in this too. His children, so I think it's second generation. I read that somewhere uh, where his kids have a small role in this movie. Okay. So yeah, I don't know I'm, if that's true or if that was just the internet lying to me because I certainly didn't research it any further. Um, yeah. I'm like, I don't care about the children. I care about Thor. <laughs> you know, Luke Hemworth shows up. Matt Damon shows up. What? I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh my God. It's Cannonball Run from the 80s. You know, it's like, who's next? <laughs> You know, oh. all of them are dead, so they couldn't bring him back, you know? So uh, Jamie Farr's still alive, so they couldn't put Jamie Farr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so Thor, Love and Thunder, only two slates. Now, uh, we're going to get into some straight up, I think we can, it's safe to say spoilers, right? Because we're going to talk about yeah. how we feel about Top Gun Maverick. So if you have not seen Top Gun Maverick, this is where you should tune out of the podcast and tune back in after you've seen it, okay? Yes, because starting the seventh week. Come so, on I mean, now. If you haven't seen it, I don't think you want to see it. Right, so. but I have to do the spoiler disclaimer, okay? So yeah, because because I'm gonna get into to the deep things of this film. Oh, so go. people are I gonna be wait. like, okay, Derek Lost. <laughs> go, Derek, go. What do you think? Oh, okay, okay, sorry, okay. All right, I thought I was going to a commercial break or something. <laughs> <there. No. laughs> You're just like dragging out the suspense, buddy. <laughs> so, so obviously Top Gun Maverick has made a ton of money over a billion dollars worldwide. It's a huge film. Everyone leaves it. Oh my god, it was so fun. I loved it. And I do I, I truly believe that it was great to see a blockbuster movie like I did was said in my first review of it, and that it was truly a spectacular film that people came out enjoying and feeling, oh my god, that was so much fun. Now, yeah. now we're gonna get into the deep part of this. Okay. All right. So I believe that this movie, that Maverick, when he was doing his Mach 10, when he hit Mach 10 and it went to black, yeah. he actually died. Oh. And this is all of his, whatever you are, it's state when you're dying. Purgatory. What like he wanted to do. Yes. Like he's in purgatory That's- and Maverick was what he wanted his life to be? What he wanted to save wow. uh, Rooster and Goose's son, that he became his guardian angel. Okay, <gasps> I have several several theories of this. For First of all, if you're in that, those type of, you're going that fast, yeah. you know, <laughs> the speed of light there, those types of speeds. Now, this airplane that he was in, Mel, okay, can go from Los Angeles to Florida and back to L.A. in two and a half hours. What? Okay. Now, if he was flying that quickly okay yeah. before it blew up the plane blew up right yes you're not going to survive it it for blew what? up okay. no but, one had know. survived an explosion like that yeah but but let, let's you know suspend belief it's a it's a movie okay. okay but where would he have been mel if he was traveling at those speeds he would have been in iowa <laughs> at that short of a distance you know at that short of a time and now speeds Okay, he ends up in this weird location uh-huh. where he doesn't know where it is, which is death, right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't even but think then, of this. I like this. One, one minute later, he's back in San Diego. How did he get there? <sighs> wow. And he walks into the bar where this guy is as a hero amongst, you know, the naval. Yeah. You know, and nobody knows who he is. Nobody's talking to him. Oh, my God. Nor is he talking to anybody else in the beginning. And then when he walks out and they start playing the piano, that one song, I can't uh, think of the name of it. Great Balls of okay. Fire. Great Balls of Fire. Thank you. You're welcome. I knew you know the music. Right of there. course. No. Uh, <laughs> so he's just observing everybody from the outside in. Nobody that makes so much sense. Okay. We're going further on this, Mel. Okay. All right. This is going to be a long podcast. Sorry, people. Okay. Then he goes into the training. If he was in the bar the night before and yeah. people knew who he was, yeah. when he walked into the training, wouldn't people have had some sort of reaction? True. Oh, my gosh. So nobody is thinking about this in, in the sense of the movie. They're just suspending their belief that he survived all this stuff. Now, when they're in the final training, okay, now he had a chance because he got to say, you know, the Val Kilmer 
Iceman had been able to say goodbye to him, or was he already dead? And was he at the funeral and seeing the funeral previously? Wow. Okay. Okay. And now, <laughs> if you go, if you go into when they were actually in combat, okay, and both of the planes, they had to jump out of the planes. How yeah. did he locate them? They were distance apart. And oh those my God! So far, he would not have found Rooster. But yeah. he was his guardian angel to hold his hand and save him and guide him through it. Now, so I'll say about that because I don't want to keep this thing going. <laughs> the end, I mean, the last song in the movie is by Lady Gaga. Right. And what does it talk about to you? Take my hand, follow me, and protect me. He's his guardian angel, Mel. That's what I have to say. Oh, my now, God. You it. went so much deeper than I did. I was just going to go, I think I know why Kelly McGillis wasn't in it. I think they had to show. And now I feel like a complete idiot. Like, no. those points are moot. There was one other point, though, that a friend of mine brought up. And he was like, why weren't they wearing motorcycle helmets? <laughs> <laughs> like, so he was pissed about the no helmets thing. And uh, my theory as to why Kelly McGillis didn't come back, as far as the plot line, even though we know Hollywood thinks she's fat, even though she's fine, I was going to say that I thought that they had to show that his character had evolved past that relationship. And I thought that's why it made sense for Kelly not to come back. And if you've seen the movie, you know why Meg didn't come back. That made complete right. sense why Meg wasn't in it. So, right. yeah, but now my mind's blown, and now I want to see it again, Derek Zamrak. Damn watch you, Derek Zamrak! Watch it again in that aspect of the movie. And I'm, I'm going to think, you know, now Hollywood may just completely disagree with me, although I think this was their original intent right. of this movie because it made a billion dollars. They're going to somehow, somehow come up with another movie. True. I mean, they're not going not gonna to pass this up. But I truly believe that that was the intent of the original screenwriter in wow, this movie. Wow, that's so cool, Derek. Thanks for blowing our minds today. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week, my friend. Sounds good. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Stream the box officer now at kkiq.com and Apple and Google Podcasts.